everybody. It's another episode of Go Flix Yourself. My name is Ben Konowitz, and with me as always is the airborne to my good night's sleep, Bradford Omen. Hey, that's me. I'm I'm gonna die. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we're gonna call you uh, the the zinc capsule, Nate Laux. I I would call me the healthy to the Brad, whatever that is. Yeah, buddy. buddy. We know you're very sick, and we thank you very much. Welcome back from Utah. Tuning in. I didn't. I didn't want to miss out on the fun. I still wanted to contribute in some way. It'll be limited contributions, which will probably excite a lot of people. Why though? You sound so healthy. Well, you know, I I decided to take up smoking. Uh, (laughs) Crystal meth. (laughs) Not not gonna lie, bad idea. Uh, How many times have you cried being sick now? Oh, gosh. You know, I feel so sick. It's the kind of sickness where, like, when you just lay in bed and moan to yourself, it feels comforting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of the things that you said, though, before we started this podcast is you wouldn't probably talk too much. And I think that's a gift to our listeners. So, Brett, Ben, how are you, buddy? Hey, man, I'm I'm really good. One of the one of the nice things is, A, Brad doesn't want to talk a lot tonight. And B, he's not even here. Nope. It's he's, just you and me in the studio. Recording remotely. And I just... This Don't is make the me new come form. over there and cough on you. This is the new. This is by far the new format. I, I'm really digging this. <laughs> well, two weeks in a row. I think this is standard operating it is. procedure. SOPs, baby, all day long. Uh, but hey, uh, first time listeners, this is a, a movie podcast where we talk about the latest movies that we have assigned each other as as always, and uh, the last movies we've seen. So we'll talk about some trailers. Uh, it's just a, it's a good old shenanigan filled fun hour. <laughs> okay. A real a real hoot. Okay, a hoot nanny. We're gonna need you to just calm that one down there, Brad. Uh, I, I do. I like this a lot, uh, Brad, Brad. I know that you're a little, you know, little under the weather, buddy. But by chance, did you happen to bring a sponsor? Per chance, you no. Know, I got, I got several sponsors today, uh, and you know, Ben, it's it's the holiday season. Uh, it's also flu so season. So whoop de do a dickery duck. <laughs> flu, flu season is when everything gets magical because you just you have to ingest all sorts of medicine to keep yourself at bay. And so several sponsors today. I'm just going to give a shout out to NyQuil, Mucinex uh, <laughs> DM for keeping it real, uh, Tylenol, you know, always always maximum strength with the acetaminophen. And also the prescriptions I got today, uh, doxycycline and another one for my cough, which I don't remember the name. So there's the delicious pills. <laughs> Thanks, Pfizer. Any of them giving you a good high, are they? No. <laughs> you don't get the sweet relief of a good high. They give me a good sleep. Give you a, a slight reprieve from the symptoms of being flu-like. Yes, and okay. it is... This it's it seriously sucks. Like this is a nasty flu that's going around like everywhere. Apparently, it's it feels like one of the worst sicknesses I've had besides COVID and a time when I had strep throat like like five years ago. We feel really bad for you here, um, yeah. here in the studio. No, no don't blow smoke on my ass. <laughs> I'm I'm fine. <laughs> Brad, why don't you go first so you can get it out of the way and then not talk? What's the movie that we prescribed you, buddy? Ben, as always, uh, you're very thoughtful in your selection for I me. I am. I am. Uh, so you picked a movie uh, where the dad dies, uh, <laughs> which, I, which I really appreciate. Uh, when, uh, when he dies when? Around Christmas time. Yeah, like literally just before and Christmas. And when did your dad die? Uh, after Christmas. Uh, see? Okay, see? so then this, see? Is not a, this is not the same then. This is very different. Um, uh- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, he had me watch Jack Frost, uh, which is... 
a, just a terrible, terrible <laughs> movie. And we're not talking about um, the horror film, Jack but, Frost. By the way, no, this is this is the the comedy holiday holiday comedy uh, Jack Frost with a little bit of uh, heart string pulling, where Michael Keaton uh, plays a guy who leads this band. Uh, it's called the Jack Frost Band. Funnily enough. And they also do this bluesy rendition of Frosty the Snowman, which gets them a record deal, apparently. Uh, big deal there. And then uh, when he has to go uh, have a meeting to finalize this record deal on Christmas Day, uh, he, when he tries to get back to his family's cabin, he gets into a car accident and dies. That's it. <laughs> Roll <No>. credits. <laughs> so, so. So what happens is through this uh, magical harmonica, not joking, um, <laughs> not even joking right now, Michael, Michael Keaton comes to inhabit a snowman that his son has built one year after his father's death. Uh, and then a bunch of shenanigans ensue. And boy, just what a terrible juxtaposition of like emotion and just silly slapstick holiday comedy. Like, I don't even know what anyone was smoking while what, making this. movie. What year did this come out? 1998, I think. And so yeah, Michael Keaton wasn't necessarily at the top of his game at that point. He was kind of not not really going through a resurgence yet. Yeah, this was. I mean, this it was definitely it, it was like a, certainly a not like he was starting over. No, but this was. I remember like this is at, he had had big hits in the early 90s with Multiplicity and uh, obviously Batman Returns and everything. But then this is the late 90s where he he kind of fell off a little bit before he came back. Yeah, like, and I, honestly, I feel like Jack Frost is what did it because just before, <laughs> just just before Jack Frost, he had done Jackie Brown and Out of Sight. So I mean, he, he did was still multiplicity in 1996. So exactly, yeah. like I said, yeah. this really was the tail end of his career. <laughs> yeah, so this he was, was he the was first a, of like a bad run of movies for him. He was roughing it, and uh, yeah, it's just it's so weird, and like. Uh, I guess kudos to like the Jim Henson company though, because like they did like practical puppetry for some of the the stuff, <laughs> and like and that looks fine. Um, but like also early CG, and it's not hard to do a CG snowman that looks kind of cartoonish. But yeah, I mean it's just you know the, so many. If I remember bad. right, this CG is really really terrible, right? I mean it's it's like also Honestly, kind of scary. Like no, you think you're the other Jack Frost? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not downright ter- terrible because like it's pretty simple what they do, um, but because they they have to basically make it mimic like what the puppet looks like, and it's not it's not downright terrible. I've seen far worse CG. I think it has. I least. think if I remember right though, it has like eyebrows, and that's always th- always threw me off <laughs> because a snowman shouldn't have eyebrows. I w- but that that's what gives it emotion. Yeah, I know, but it just shouldn't. Have you ever put eyebrows on a snowman that you've built? No. No, but I put the put the carrot down low like a penis. They made an interesting choice to give him a cork nose instead of a carrot nose. I'm not sure what the reasoning was there, but the National Cork Association got to him. To our listeners, we did purposely like give each other bad Christmas movies this week. And is this going to make it into the regular rotation of your Christmas movie <laughs> watching? Yeah, it'll probably be the first one I watch. Um, I yeah, I just, just like I to love- set the bar real low. Yeah, I I love it. I love this movie. It's, what's what's crazy is the guy who directed this, uh, Troy Miller, I think his name is. Yep. He is a very like well regarded and experienced uh, TV uh, director. Like he's directed basically any comedy series you've loved over the past uh, two decades, if not more. He's directed a few episodes of. Uh, so he's he's got plenty of experience. I don't know what he was thinking taking this on, but oh, practical puppetry! <laughs> <laughs> you had me at practical puppetry. Uh, Nate, uh, what about you, buddy? What did uh, what did Brad have you watch? Well, I want to officially 
apologize to yeah. my, my buddy Ben, who I called wow. out on the Facebook. Aggressive, uh, by the way. I was. I'm. I'm mad that I watched this movie. Actually, I'm mad uh, because this was such a terrible. But terrible he, movie. he, you tagged me saying like, "How dare you, Ben Connell?" It seems make- like a movie you would make me watch. But um, I did. You didn't. This was a movie that. My former friend Brad made me laugh <laughs> because this is such a terrible movie, and I like cheesy, corny, awful movies. This is doesn't even fit that. It's not even like a a well made cheesy movie. It is awful. So I watched this movie from 1996 called Santa with Muscles, starring <laughs> the legendary film uh, actor Hulk Hogan. Now, because of his recent history with racism, I can understand why you probably thought Ben would give you this movie. Oh, <laughs> my God. Fuck right off. He did give us Fat Man. So, I mean, uh, you know, we had the whole Max Landis problem. Oh, boy. <laughs> this came out in 1996. Let me let me give you a, a little bit of a, a backstory of what else came out in 1996. Jingle All the Way, another film for Christmas that was much, much better than this. Independence Day, a film that, again, most of us loved, came out. Probably, sh- probably a better Christmas movie. Movie, even though it didn't have anything to do with Mission Christmas. Impossible, probably not a better movie. Uh, Fargo, <laughs> Evita, Jerry Maguire, and Space Jam all came out in 1996. I saw all of those films. I have not seen this film, so I was excited to to watch it. I think I watched it on Freevee, maybe. Um, it was one of the 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 apps on my uh, Fire Stick that has, is shows free movies for commercials. But essentially, the theme of this movie, I couldn't barely describe to you. So it is stars Hulk Hogan, who is a wealthy, uh, muscly guy who has made his wealth off of like protein and... Yep. So Wait far, you're with me. Go ahead. I mean, I'm on board so far. The movie starts off as if you know you're 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 in a war film, and he's fighting bad guys, but he's not. He's not. He's fighting the people that work for him, and and it never really explains why he's doing that. He just is like he's a wealthy guy that has no time, so he has trained his very stereotypical helpers. You know, like that have very stereotypical accents. Um, oh, he's a chef. He has a French accent. He's not really French, but he has a French accent. And then what happens is he bumps his head and it gets amnesia. And he gets found by, and I'm going to have a hard time describing this because it is as crazy as you might think. So he meets the guy. Oh, what is the actor's name from? Uh, he was in uh, that 70s show. I can't remember his name, but that's the character. He, he was an actor from that 70s show. Amila Kunis is in it too, oddly enough. It's her first acting debut. But he meets this guy, and this guy is owes these people money. And so Oh, is it is it the guy that played uh, her her father? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I, I, I know who I don't know his name. Sure. He's not big enough to know his name, but that's he's, how I recognize him from. He's, yeah, he's like Red Foreman. He had neighbor. a big enough part in there that I recognized him. The movie, you know, weaves us through a story of a guy that thinks he might be Santa, but he's not. Um, Hulk Hogan is this guy, by the way. Um, <laughs> and he ends up at this uh, orphanage because there's still orphanages in this world in 1996. Of course. Or 1998, whenever this came out. There are three kids there that have not been adopted. Mila Kunis is one of them. And then the guy, the kid actor from Picket Fences. Do you guys remember the show Picket Fences? No. It was from the 90s. It was good. Um, he's in it too. And he ends up then fighting the bad guys, played by Ed Begley Jr., who I actually really like. I like it Billy Jr. a lot, but uh, he he's not great in this because nobody's great in this. <laughs> so uh, uh, Brad Brad Oman and I, uh, once upon a time, uh, did a little stand up comedy back in. 20, I can't 20, even describe this. Twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. We we did this thing called Down in Front, where we would take a a bad movie and make fun of it, much like 
uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. And we did this at the Drop Comedy Club back in the day. We made fun of Santa with muscles. So I've seen this three or four times, actually. And so has Brad to do like bits about this. And you can do a lot of bits because this movie is freaking terrible. It it is. It is. I I think. And I was trying to do because I've seen some bad movies. I think I would say it's the worst movie I've ever seen. It is. It is. And do, you, do you think that's probably because it's Christmas related? And I love just, Christmas you movies. You revere Christmas I do. so much. I, and here's the thing, though. I love Christmas movies a lot, and I like even bad Christmas movies. I mean, I love the movie Prancer, right? Prancer's um, not terrible. Not at all. It's but fine. nobody thinks it's a great movie. No, it's not um, an all-timer. And I do love it. I watch it every year at least once. This is just awful. It was <laughs> There was nothing about it. It wasn't really... Christmassy though he was Santa, but it didn't feel Christmassy because it was in Hollywood. What I loved about it too, there was <laughs> so it, it has like very '90s stunts in it, right? But what I love about it is uh, the the stunts and like the driving scenes because there's a couple scenes where they're in cars and stuff like that. All of the streets are empty in this town because clearly they couldn't like they didn't have enough money in this film to, to like any other stunt drivers <laughs> yes. whatsoever. So like so, clear it like. A mile ahead, and they're in this city, <laughs> clearly a city, and there's nobody in front of them. And I'm like, oh, this is this is so terrible. And then another thing I noticed, too, is in this time in the 90s, uh, the actors had not all fixed their teeth yet. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. So their teeth were not, they, they were not perfect. And so I noticed that as well. I am forever mad at Brad for giving me this oh. movie because he ruined Christmas. Great job, Brad. I'm really proud of you, buddy. But hold on. Like, did you appreciate that Santa had muscles? No, because I don't. I, I don't love a, a strong Santa. I like a, I like a, like a, a Santa that has a vision for life. Um, I, I like a what? Santa. What does that mean? I'm just saying, like a leader, a good leader. For, How did for, you feel about the the uh, Italian caricatures? Awful. It, it was just so <laughs> awful. It was all awful. And like the the accents were all terrible. The the whole like. Um, uh, finding the secret thing underneath the church uh, orphanage, whatever that was, it was just awful. If you sing at a certain pitch or a certain song, then the fairies hear it. Yeah, I'm not telling. I'm not it's lying true. to you guys. This is all in the movie. It's awful. Don't watch this movie. Don't watch this. If movie. you don't like Santa with muscles, then what are you going to do about J.K. Simmons? Oh, he is a beefcake. J.K. Right. Simmons. Are you even going to watch that movie? I mean. I didn't like the movie Santa with. What movie are you talking about, Ben? Oh, I don't know the title of it. Yeah, what is it? It's with The Rock. I sent it to you guys, but I sent it with just. I just wanted you guys to see J.K. Simmons. Yeah, no, you just sent the photo of him lifting weights. He looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, What is that movie, Brad? I don't know. That's why I was asking. Oh, really? It's a Christmas movie that they're working on. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. The the Rock and J.K. Simmons are are working out a Christmas movie. It's called Red One. Red One, of course it is. Brad and I didn't like our our movies that we were assigned to us. I though gave Ben a good movie to watch, and because I know he's a fan of the Medea series, but you had not seen a Medea Christmas. Right? I have never seen any Tyler Perry uh, Medea movies. I, I've never seen. Why one not? Of them. Why haven't you seen them? I, I just I have, it's not my wheelhouse. Why not? Uh, I'm not into the, the Tyler Perry comedies, uh, much like I'm not into farts in my face. I just think that it's that's not true. I know you've gotten pink eye before. <laughs> I mean, I I thought going in, I thought that these movies were like the the clumps or like the the, the fatties from the um, <laughs> from Tropic Thunder. I just thought it was all like, oh, I'm I'm a, I'm a bad person. <laughs> Screw you. I didn't know anything about these movies. I just thought that it was literally all just like fall down fart jokes. 
Um, By the way, this is the only film of the three that we're talking about that actually made money. No, and Medea, I didn't, I didn't hate this movie. I, I, I really didn't. I, I watched it, and I was expecting to loathe my experience. It has a very low Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh, I, 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 did, I get it. I understand why. It's not, the movie itself is, is not good. But I will give Tyler Perry credit. Uh, after the first, like, five to ten minutes of seeing him on screen and kind of, like, understanding the character, he's like, again, I don't know anything about this, uh, this character. Um, once I started listening to the actual words that he was using in some of these rants that he, it, it became okay. Just get me to the next one where he's kind of going off on somebody. Cause those are pretty funny. And I remember thinking this is, there's a lot of really clever insults. There's a lot of really clever jokes that he was throwing out there pretty fast. I was laughing decently hard at a lot of the stuff that he was doing. The movie itself, the structure, the narrative, it's it's like a it's almost like the Christmas of the Campbells movie, Brad, where they just write a standard movie and then they they have him going and improv a bunch of like you know, bullshit yeah. jokes yeah. at each other. That's kind of what cheesy it feels Christmas like. movie yeah. and just put Medea right. Just put, in the yeah, exactly, of it. and that's what it is. Um, so I thought that there were definitely some some really funny rants that that he had, uh, and overall I didn't hate it because of that. Have you seen this film, Brad? No, uh, like Ben, I have not seen any of the Medea movies. And hey, guess what? I'm you're going to be seeing after Christmas all the Medea movies. <laughs> uh, uh, don't count on it. Don't count on it. <laughs> no, I, I was, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, just because there were some redeeming qualities of of the ranch style based humor that I didn't see coming. So that was, and I'm sure now that I've seen it, though, I'm not sure that I'm going to love you know anything else that that he does because it's it's probably more of the same as my as my guess oh it is a i think a yeah. very familiar but i did tell bailey uh we were sitting there watching it and i go uh oh man like like two minutes in and now of course i didn't see any of the cast i didn't know i went in to- totally blind and i go great there's gonna be a bunch of fart jokes fall down here and i bet you larry the cable guy shows up at one point and like halfway through the movie larry the cable guy shows up <laughs> as, Whoa, spoiler alert as of the father of a guy and it's uh, like, <laughs> I laughed pretty hard at that uh, little little connection. So we'd love to hear from you. What what is a terrible Christmas movie that uh, Brad should watch? Put it in the comments <laughs> of our podcast. We'd love to hear from you because I'm done watching terrible ones. <laughs> well, don't worry. This this next one, I, I have to give you a movie and I'll make sure that it's not a bad one. OK, buddy. And Nate, right. this is what you get for watching all of the Christmas movies of your own volition. Like we're, there's there's so few choices. Well, there's there's I gave you I gave you Christmas movies. I gave you a list of films I have not seen. And you did. You not told me like three movies. And then I thought, oh, wait a minute. This movie exists. <laughs> yes, exactly. I gave you three movies that I've wanted to see that are Christmas movies. I'm like, hey, what about these? I have not seen these. And you're like, no, nah, Santa with muscles. It is. Uh, I, I also think it, I think it worked out. I also watched. Uh, I did watch Christmas with the Campbells, Brad. Yeah. What did you think of it? I thought it was fine. I didn't. You think it was the funniest thing in the world like Brad does? I I just wasn't over the moon with it. Oh, my God. No, no. And I'm not saying this to be shitty. I I really did respect what they were trying to do. I just thought it was way too much on the normal holiday stuff and nowhere near enough comedy. Like It needed more silliness, They really should have ramped it up more. I, I get what they were trying to do, but, man, there was so many. Like, Bailey was not watching this with me. She walked in for about five minutes. And there was a good five minutes where it was just kind of down homey, yeah. uh, not really over the top funny. Yep. And she goes, what is this? This is not good. And I was like, well, it's kind of like you got to see what they're doing. Justin Long's pretty good as this kind of folksy. I don't know. It's just so weird. But they never they never escalated it to the point where I was really laughing out loud. Do hard. you think Brad has ruined his uh 
film reviewing reputation by highly recommending this film to no, the masses. No, no, I don't think so. I think that he's he never had a reputation to begin with, so okay. I don't really think that it matters. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, no, I mean, I, I I get what they were trying to do. I just wish there was just more, maybe maybe just more to it. There, you just wish they would have done it a little bit better, right? Because they, they, ben, they ben, would you have enjoyed it more if Justin Long walked in and said, "Oh, hello"? Yeah, probably. Actually, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Did you see him, Medea? He's the guy in a wig. He's this, he's this big guy. And he's like, he's like, oh, hello. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. So Christmas with the Camels. Uh, see it. Brad loves it. Ben and I were eh, okay with Tepid. it. Tepid. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. 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 There's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. It's fine. Bro, what else did you see, Brad? Uh, I watched DC League of Super Pets. Oh, what'd you think? I've seen that. I enjoyed it for the most part. The one thing that I wish that they would have done, though, was pull back on the uh, pop culture like gags and stuff yeah. that they inject into it. I wish that they would have stayed a little bit more in like the world they created because like it's a version of Metropolis that feels like classic uh, Superman, but yeah. then like they, they injected a little bit too much like uh, contemporary style and like songs and stuff into it. And that always kind of took me out of it, but uh, I thought it was really enjoyable. It's, it's really funny. You know, the, um, the, the animal characters are are great. To, like the ensemble is great together. Uh, it's infinitely better than Black Adam, which is uh, you know something that probably Dwayne Johnson will probably appreciate hearing. Oh um, man, I, have you seen? Of course, you've seen Brad the the just the tap dancing around and like him trying to like salvage that it's a, that's making good money and it it's yeah. like it's like The Rock. You don't need to do this, man. You really I don't. I think he goes by the Dwayne now. Well, I, it's it's so weird to me to see him tweeting out actual numbers like we did four hundred million. Captain Captain America only did three seventy. You you got to we're building something here. It's like whoa. I mean, they have done four hundred million. I don't know how. To be fa- to be fair, the initial report that came out was wrong, and it had some like some bad numbers in it, and so like there was some correction that wasn't just studio damage control. It's still not like a massive success or anything like that, but like you know, it's I, on, on one hand like. It sucks because, like, you know, he's been wanting to do this for so long and he's put so much work into it. And yeah, it sucks he really to see does it fail care like about that. this. this, and, that this and that does set it character. apart. It would be like if if Deadpool shit the bed and then <laughs> Ryan Reynolds was like, but I, we made, we made 400 million. It's fine. But yeah, so DC League of Super Pets is pretty good. It's streaming on uh, HBO Max. Uh, Kate McKinnon is especially really funny in it as the uh, the villain. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's a good time. I assume I, you liked it. I thought it, it was, yeah. I, I, I thought it was okay. Uh, I thought it was good. I'll say that. Good. I thought that it was one of those films, though, that the trailer was better than the film. Like, I got really excited for it when the trailer came out. I thought it could be really, really good um, because I, I liked the whole idea of it behind it. I was kind of like you. The execution sometimes didn't work perfectly for me, but it wasn't a bad film at all. It just wasn't. I think I had higher hopes for it than, than it actually executed. Um, my kids... It's not one that they've asked to watch again either. So um, usually the the great it's a pretty big litmus test then. Yeah, um, uh, Brad, was this one? And Nate, I'll ask you the same question. Um, stunt casting as far as voices, right? We always talk about that. W- w- were these actors pr- appropriately cast, or was it just like a lot of big names like they do? It worked pretty well for the most part, in my opinion. I, at first, I wasn't convinced that Dwayne Johnson was the best fit for crypto, but he kind of grew on me as time went on. Uh, but the rest of the ensemble, uh, Vanessa Bayer, Diego Luna, Natasha yeah. Leone, especially. Oh, my God. Her character, uh, Merton, I think is his name. She's a turtle. 
uh, she's the best part of the movie by far. Hilarious. Every, every single thing she says in the movie is is it, a- absolutely hilarious. And Kevin Hart has a kind of a voice for voice acting. I think he, he does fairly well. I think I think he does better than than Dwayne Johnson does. Actually, I thought it was fine. You could tell, you know, the the main characters that are the, the the human characters that they're like the Batman is played, I think, by is it John Krasinski or something? No, or it's Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Superman is played by John Krasinski. So yes. they 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 pair those up with famous actors. I thought it was fine. I the the voice acting did not take it out of okay. out for me. It was just like kind of a like for me. It was kind of like Pets, the movie Pets. Like it was fine. It was good. It, it, you, mean, it just, you mean Secret Life? Secret Life of Pets? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, uh, there there was nothing wrong with it. Maybe it was Loud's fine. Big Louis C.K. fan. Yeah, you can't don't project onto me. Um, <laughs> But it, there was nothing about it that stood out to me. Let's say like a Pixar film would, you know. So I remember like the watching the, what the trailer for like Angry Birds, and it was like Jason Sudeikis is the Red Bird. It was like what the fuck? Yeah, so weird. It was. Jason Sudeikis had, had a hand in creating that character for Angry Birds. Cool. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just I, I'm, I'm blatant lie. You're just making lie. things up now. <laughs> yeah. lie. He was paid thirteen million dollars. I also watched Samaritan. Oh, oh, you finally watched it. What did you think? I did. Uh, you know, I enjoyed it. It's, I did um, too. Me too. And kind of in spite of its flaws, because like it really feels like it's a movie that should have come out in 1998. Yeah, um, I can see like that. It, it has like the exact vibe of Shaquille O'Neal's Steel, except you know Sylvester Stallone is a much better actor than Shaquille O'Neal. Um, and but that's it saying that, something. <laughs> <laughs> but it has that exact same kind of kind of vibe to it. You know, this kid who is like kind of gets. Uh, caught up with the wrong uh, people every now and then these like young teen criminals and then there's this guy who's trying to bring back this uh, like the vibe of the supervillain who supposedly Sylvester Stallone's uh, Samaritan took down years ago and then Samaritan has been uh, presumed dead after all these years and then this kid uh, realizes that Sylvester Stallone uh, is you know this uh, super strong dude and uh, yeah it goes from there and like his you know kind of return to the, the public eye, I guess, if you will. Um, there's some there's some interesting uh, twists and turns that I wasn't expecting, which made it a little bit f- more fun. But uh, yeah, pretty pretty good, not great. I think this a uh, better better kid to uh, superhero vibe than Black Adam. Oh yeah, for sure. The kid was way better. Yeah, yeah, and and it was kind of a. I think I did it come out on Prime Video. I forget. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It, it felt for me like a perfect movie to come out on a streaming service, right? It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a great film. Yeah, I didn't feel like I needed to see it in the theater, but it was a film that I was really glad that I got to watch on Amazon Prime. It would have so. been probably like Brad said, like you know, from the producers of Demolition yeah. Man and Daylight Comes yeah. Samaritan. Yeah. You know, that would have been nineteen ninety eight. Would have been a good year for this one, but pretty good. Nate, how about you? See anything else uh, besides your your standard Christmas fare? No, I don't. I don't think I've watched anything new this week. I'm watching the uh, Sex Lives of College. Girls, is that what it is? Uh, it's a Mindy Kaling show. Uh, I caught up on that. That was funny. Um, no, I mean honestly, I, we my kids are now in the stage where we're watching like our favorite Christmas movies, Elf. Sure. Um, you know these kind of films, and so we're getting closer and closer to Christmas. So we want to watch all of those. But uh, and then Santa with muscles, which. <laughs> Took years off my life. It just took three years. What about off you? Did you watch anything good? Um, I, I mean, obviously, Medea's Christmas was was good. Um, we played Christmas movies at the arcade all weekend, and so I had them up on the projector. So I I, I was around uh, about seven different Christmas movies. I obviously, only watched bits and pieces here and there. But one night we went through, and they on Disney Plus they were uh, they had a special collection of all the Christmas, all the Simpsons Christmas episodes. So I just went through and watched, and I did actually get to see quite a few of those. 
uh, Simpsons for a lot of the those younger listeners to the podcast. Uh, Simpsons roasting over an open fire was the very first episode of The Simpsons ever uh, back in '89, I believe. And so that is a very classic Christmas uh, episode. Before Dan Castellaneta had like finalized the Homer voice, and it's a little different. Um, we have a Simpsons pinball machine from 1990 at the arcade featuring all those voices that are not the real voices. They're just the actors still trying to find their way. So it's very, very weird to hear Homer, you know, when the ball gets hit and he says, go. It's like, okay, well, that's not the voice, but okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's like a very, like, a very subdued. Yeah. <laughs> go. Boy, get over here. We're going to talk. <laughs> hey, uh, I do have a, a question for you guys about Santa with muscles. Because <laughs> now I'm thinking about this. Okay, so this movie was produced by a guy named Jordan Belfort. Who is that? That's the Wolf of Wall Street. That is correct. The Wolf of Wall Street, who Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. played uh, in the Wolf of Wall Street, uh, produced that movie. Well, he was probably trying to get his finger in a lot of different things back then. I'm guessing there was a lot of money that was probably put into this movie <laughs> that went back into his pocket somehow. What? You know You know what? Good for him. <laughs> you know, talk about an underdog story. Yep. He really yep. needed to get a win in the in the late 90s, I'm sure. Oh my goodness! Uh, hey, Brad. Brad. Hey, Brad. Brady. Yeah, what's up, Brady? Brady, are you alive? You okay? We're just checking in, buddy. Just doing a, just buddy, doing a, a welfare buddy. check, buddy. I'm uh, I'm uh, uh, what? Let's talk about some trailers. All right. Trailer time. Trailer, trailer time. time. Talking, 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 talking. Trailer, trailer time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> cheesing, guys. All right, we got one good trailer that I'm excited about. One not so good that I wasn't. Go ahead and lead us in, Mister. All right, so let's let's talk about this one because it just released today. We're recording this on Tuesday uh, because Brad's sick and we had to push back to Tuesday. I mean, it's just not good right now for us. (laughs) I think it's great. All right, that's that's actually not why we pushed back. Uh, Let me blame you for everything right now, please. All right, it was it was my fault, but it was for a different. Oh, and also, by the way, like he's over here blaming you for the reschedule, blaming me for the movie you made him watch. Nate, you're all over the map tonight, buddy. Hey, let me speak my truth. Yeah, Santa Claus is not going to bring you anything good. All right, so we watched the trailer to Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse that just released today. Uh, this this is the animated Spider-Man, uh, the uh, sequel to the Spider-Man that came out in what 2019, roughly. Is that right, Brad? What when did in, uh, into yeah in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, uh, so it's uh, based on the Miles Morales character, uh, and honestly, love this trailer. Let me say, uh, this trailer again, uh, as 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 listeners of this podcast know. Dead mom here. Uh, I love this. You know, it's about essentially the the most of the trailer is about Miles Morales and his mom is talking to him about not losing his identity. And I love that part of it. The dialogue was very good. What I don't understand about this film, and Brad, maybe you know something that I don't. Why wasn't Peter Ramsey brought back? I love Peter Ramsey. Uh, I, I he actually did a Christmas film, um, but why wasn't he brought back for the 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 second Spider-Verse? Um, I'm honestly not sure why, and I don't remember if he's he, an executive producer. So I, I, I know he's still involved, but I think, I think that he might have had another project happening at the same time and maybe could not uh, do, do both at the same time. Cause is he's going to be so busy, but I don't know. Bad sure. that, like I always just think like, Oh, he was probably at the insurrection. 
<laughs> no, I Wait, follow you, him you on Twitter. You find shit I guarantee out like you that, yeah. he was not at the insurrection. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, very much not. Uh, but but I, I actually really love him, and uh, and I was sad to not see that. But the film seems very, very similar in tone, and it is a very specific tone these films have. Uh, very specific animation. Phil Lord and Chris Miller still wrote this, I think. Is that right, Brad? I think. Yes, I believe so. And also, this one's supposed to have like six different animation styles as well. Yeah, there were more animators working on this film. I read over a thousand animators worked on this film than any other animated film ever. It is going to be, I think, a visual piece of art. I mean, just a piece of art. It is going to be amazing. And I am excited because, you know, at, at the first one, I went in really not knowing much about it and not expecting much. I thought I was just taking my kids to an animated film and I took them to one of the best Marvel films uh, I I have seen. And it gets one of, the, one of the best animated films of all time. Yeah, it really is. It is so good. And I think this is going to carry that legacy on, you know, fully. And I'm very excited about it. For as much, good. Just to give credit where credits due, uh, Dave Callahan also is a co-writer on this movie. He wrote okay. Shang Chi. Oh, great! Yeah, that should be great. For uh, for all of the lauding that this movie gets, it isn't necessarily always brought up as far as animated movies, and it really isn't always brought up as comic book movies. It's kind of because it's both. It really is hard when you're talking about oh, top top ten comic book movies yep. of all time. You're not going to say Spider Verse for some reason, and top ten uh, animated movies of all time. You're not going to say this for some reason. So I wonder, I'm not sure where you, I'm not sure where your sample is coming from there because the movie definitely had plenty of acclaim and praise for it when it came out. It was like, no, all when over. It, no, when it came out, sure. But these days I'm saying, if you're talking right now, yeah, it's on saying, a lot hey, of what, lists, what are your, yeah. what are your favorite 10 comic book movies? I don't know that anybody would say spider verse. They should. I mean, they should. Yeah. I, 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 maybe regular people, but I know like in, in my circles, like a lot of people would definitely put it on their, their top 10. Plebeians, maybe, but not right nothing. next to, right next to Black Adam. Okay. Let's keep, <laughs> keep tooting that horn. Hey, Brad. so well, not, uh, not, that see- good, not that good of a movie. Well, Black Adam is great because he has lightning powers. <laughs> so, hey, guys. Um, so, Oscar Isaac is in this film. All right. And this is going to be Oscar Isaac's fourth appearance in a marvel project can you tell me the other three appearances I think I can that oscar name, isaac I can only name in a marvel project probably go i mean he, he played didn't he play apocalypse in that is correct in what in uh in x-men apocalypse, X-Men apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. obviously he was in moon knight correct. oh duh <laughs> and then tv shows he did appear in uh a the the credit scene, I believe it was, of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse as the character he's playing in Across the Spider-Verse, which is correct. Miguel O'Hara, or rather Spider-Man 2099. Correct. That is correct. So this is his fourth project with Marvel, and I'm excited about it. Because, again, he had that small bit, uh, like you said, was it a mid-credit scene or something like that? or Some, Yeah, something like that. It was either mid-credits or post-credits, one yeah. of the two. So he's going to have a more featured part in this uh, in this film. So And there's just going to be, I guess, a ton... Uh, I read up to 240 characters in this, so um, oh, obviously yeah, a lot of them were in the trailer. Yeah, a lot of them were. What did you guys think of the trailer? Did you like it? Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I love this kind of trailer because it's all over the place in the in the best way. I don't know what it's about necessarily. Nope. Um, but it does a great it does a great job of showing you what they're about to show you. You know, which is what a trailer really should do. It's just like cracking the can open and and give me a little little sip. Little, little, I actually kind of got emotional. Like it was, it was like because Miles Morales is a teenager that's getting older, right? He he is a he's Spider Man, and his parents know he's Spider Man now, 
and the fear of a mother that you're going to lose your identity or you're going to think you're alone. Right. Um, and uh, I, I just thought it was a really well-fashioned dialogue and just a really good trailer. Brad, what did you think of the actual trailer? Yeah, I mean, I'm all in for this. Like, I just, the the animation style here is just on, on point and, like, elevates it to another level, even above Into the Spider-Verse. And I, just, I can't wait to see, you know, the, the movie. Like, I'm so excited for this because that uh, Into the Spider-Verse was one of my favorite movies of 2018. And I just, you know, I'm sure this is going to be, you know, another home run. Now, there's rumors that Tom Holland's going to have a voice role in this and they're going to bring his Spider-Man in here. You think that's going to happen? Maybe, but like I feel like that they, since they already did the Spider-Man crossover yeah. thing with No Way Home, that they don't need to because that was also something that they had discussed doing uh, in Into the Spider-Verse was having a quick gag where they did bring in Tom Holland, uh, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire to do that, but they ended up not being able to, I think, because of scheduling or whatever. So I feel like them trying to do it again would just be like, you know, uh, riding on the coattails of what they already did with No Way Home. This one's going to focus a little more on Gwen Stacy too, correct? Like it's uh, Haley Steinfeld's character, uh, I think is going to you know have almost equal billing in this with Miles Morales. So that should be interesting because I think we're going to see more of her world or more of her kind of universe a little bit more. I, I cannot wait for this. It comes out uh, June second, twenty twenty three. If if you're wondering, so, too far away. I know. I know. Next trailer, uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts, uh, releases June 9th, 2023. Too far away. <laughs> uh, are, you guys, are you guys fans of the Transformers like films? I, I, I'll, I'll admit this. I liked the first one uh, when it came out. I like in what, 2007? Seven. I liked it. I went to see it. I, I actually watched Transformers a lot as a kid, so I'm not obsessive about Transformers like culture or characters. They put the Transformers toy down, uh, please. When you talk about that, was a really sick. Trans that your Transformers. Yeah, that was really bad. I think your Transformers. Freedom is the right of all sentient. Oh no! Take your Transformer into the shop and have it repaired immediately. I am Optimus Subprime. So I liked that one, and I liked Bumblebee, but that's really the only two that i remember loving i mean i really like i think that's appropriate like the, the first one it was a spectacle and yeah. we hadn't seen it yet yeah and i don't think it's a great film i just i remember liking it so the the whatever you know over the moon to the hilt whatever the <laughs> hell they you know, to grammar the something go whatever, whatever they're called the, the all the michael bay ones in the in the middle there um what wow all michael bay movies yeah the first one was fine he he decided to take the the premise of the cars you know transforming into robots and then he said you know what we should do we should have Skrillex come in and just make this messy as hell and make sure that you don't even see what car parts are there anymore. It's yeah. just a lot of machinery. Yeah. And, I, what and I, the moving I, is like, like you said, it's like a eight second Skrillex. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's way too over, overproduced. <laughs> overproduced. Like there's way too many parts. But I will say, honestly, the coolest part of every single one of those movies is when they do transform, like in the middle of like an action scene or something like that. And like, it's, I, I always think it looks and sounds cool. So, I think this maybe is going to sound really dumb, but I'll say it anyway. Hey, uh, don't don't. It hasn't stopped you before. This, this movie <laughs> looks like they are they're taking that that kind of like overcomplication and, and backing it down a little bit. Like when the when the, these things transform, it does really okay. There's the hubcap. There's the fender. There's the headlights. It's a little bit more rudimentary. There's a lot less going on as far as the complexity of the transformations, which actually makes it better, in my opinion. And and. Brad, maybe you could describe this film a little bit. It's it's that like the aliens or whatever that came to the earth or whatever, some of them came to a jungle and then instead of looking like vehicles, they look like 
animals. Is that right? I'm not super familiar with the Beast Wars side of the Transformers universe, so I don't really know much about them. But I think that that's the that's the gist. I I mean I like the I like the look. Yeah, I mean I think it does kind of look, look cool. cool. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not I'm not not sold on this. I I just you know I, I've been. What do you guys le- think of Anthony Ramos as a lead guy? I I don't know who that is. Oh really? He's, he's that- the guy from he's from Hamilton. He's yeah. from In the Heights. Did you see In the Heights? Huh. Oh, it's a musical. I liked it in the Heights, but you might know. Uh, no, I I mean the the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, and eighth Transformer movies uh, <laughs> kind of let me down. So I, I'm really like, okay, earn my you know trust back. Shame on me. For, <laughs> you know, this is directed by uh, is it Stephen? Is it do you pronounce it Capel or Coppel? I believe it's Capel um, Junior. Who uh, also Ted, directed Ted Capel's uh, <laughs> Creed Two. So you know, maybe. Hey. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying no to this, but again, I've been let down multiple times, so I just want to... It does feel it. like it's more in the vein of Bumblebee than yes. the Michael yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I just... You know, it's the first Transformers film of the 2020s. <laughs> and, not the last, by and, the way. And, and But it wasn't anything I was craving to no. see another Transformer. Like, I was okay with saying, you know what, guys, let's take the decade off. Let's Re- take it off. I was fine by saying, like, remember when they had those Transformer movies yeah, for a while? I was that was okay a fun with that. time. Now, I know they make money, and I know that's all it's about. But I, I, there was nothing about the Transformers like world that I'm like, we've got stories yet to tell, guys. <laughs> <laughs> How many times can the movie end with Optimus Prime having a monologue where he's like, and don't worry. We will be out there among the stars. <laughs> you know, like, like, so what? Okay. I believe you are still good. Humanity can rise above Optimus Prime out. Well, that's it for the trailers. Uh, you know, that, that's a good look at Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse and Transformers Rise of Beasts or whatever. What's it called? Beast yeah, the beasts, the, beasts are, the beasts are coming. The beasts are coming for you. Run! And remember, our animal friends and ancestors, <laughs> we will be here watching, waiting, discovering each other. Ew. It's, yeah. That's pretty good, though. It turns. I, it I, turns. I, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, guys, I think we're just going to wrap it up here, Brad. It, you've been a trooper for a being with us. Thank you, buddy, for for honestly still doing this. We need it's, our litter, Brad. It is the most bed. fun I have all week. So thanks for It uh, was harder than I thought. Yeah. Well, it, that's what you say all the don't time. Don't you die on us. Don't, don't you, you die, die on us. us. All right. You get no yourself promises. better. Get some 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 soup in you because soup makes you feel better. And get back here next week when we record. All right. Soup, soup, soup. <laughs> yep, no, he's lost it. He's officially lost it. Well, Nate, thanks for being here. Brad, thanks for thank you so much for being here. Uh, and uh, like and rate and subscribe, guys. You find us on all the podcast channels. Uh, comment on Facebook. Send us an email. Like, do do the things. That get a hold of us. We love you. We love hearing uh, feedback. So, uh, this was another episode of Go Flicks Yourself. Bye, everybody. Here come, here come the beast. Oh, bye, everybody. Bye. Nah, cheating, eh?